Today's podcast is presented by 180 Degrees Selling. 180 Degrees Selling gives your team a new perspective on selling. It is an approach that is contrary to how most salespeople and most customers have experienced the sales process. It is about doing a 180. Now, your team has more than likely had plenty of traditional sales training, but at 180, they just don't teach tactics. They also focus on the six inches between the ears. Contact them at davidsusan.com. Let me spell that for you. David, D-A-V-I-D-S-U-S-O-N.com forward slash 180 degree selling. That's 180 degree selling forward slash. DavidSusan.com at 180 degree selling. You will find this to be a very beneficial site. Hello, my name is Glenn Daniels, and I am the COO of Touchstone Publishers, the Chief Operating Officer, and I want to welcome you back to our podcast. We're going to restart here for you. Real quick, before we get into today's topic, we want to just share with you what our format's going to be from this point on. We're going to try to produce podcasts twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thursdays is designed to sit down with some movers and shakers and some of the top thinkers in the leadership sphere to try to help our leaders learn from others, maybe to reinforce what you already know, maybe to get some synergy built, but different things that might allow you to be a better leader. So we'll interview people in our field or that can help us. On Tuesdays will be a much shorter format. It'll just be 10, 15 minutes of a thought to think about, something that might help you, or something that might cause you to get uncomfortable and go from there. So today, I want to take this time to just talk to you about the four-way test, the four-way test. See, I'm fortunate that when I travel, at least when we used to pre-COVID, I would always try to get to a city if I'm delivering a keynote. If I'm delivering a keynote on a Saturday, I try to get to that city on Wednesday or maybe earlier, maybe stay a day later, but just so I can go to the different civic organizations across that city and share my thoughts with them. Because here's one thing about all the civic organizations that I'm referring to, and I'm referring to things like the Lions, the Kiwanis, the Optimists, the Rotary International Clubs. Service comes first with these groups. They provide a service, a much-needed service, first and foremost. That's what they're all about whether it's from scholarships for underprivileged children to getting clean water to helping build things, service first. So I always try to schedule a few days before a keynote. And sometimes I can do it when I'm actually working with a company. But a few days before a keynote, I try to schedule to go out and speak with these groups. One of my favorite one, though, is the Rotary International Groups. Now, this is partially because international. You know, they have clubs all over the world. No matter where I'm at, I can arrange to go speak at some of these clubs. You know, they even have one in Siberia. Rotary International, though, has what they call the four-way test. Now, when you apply this four-way test to your life as a leader, 
it is indeed powerful. When you apply it to your life period, it is very powerful. Here's the test. Before you do speak or think, before you do speak or think, will the four-way test work? Have you passed all of it? Number one, test. Is it the truth? Before you speak, is it the truth? Before you commit to do something, is it the truth? As you think a thought, is it the truth? Number two, before you speak, do, or think, is it fair to all concerned? Is it fair to all concerned? Is it the right thing? Is it fair? You know, gossiping is not fair. You may think you're speaking the truth. You may have some facts because Billy Bob told you. But is it fair to the person that you're gossiping about? Number three, will it build goodwill and better friendships? Is what you're getting ready to do, to speak, or what you're thinking, is it going to help you build better friendships? Is it going to help you build goodwill? Because you can always cash in that goodwill later on when you need it. You can always have better friends. Will it build goodwill and create better friendships? Now, number four, will it be beneficial to all concerned? In other words, is it a win-win? I like to refer to it in class as a win-win-win situation because there's always going to be more than just two people involved, especially in the business world. Let's go ahead and put these, though, into the framework of your organization as a leader. Is what you're getting ready to speak the truth? Let's say you're getting ready to deliver a address to the troops where you want to share your vision. Is it the truth? Or are you just saying things that's going to help other people feel better, but not you? Because it's not your truth. Is it the truth? Let's say you have that difficult conversation with somebody coming up and you need to let them go. Is it the truth? The reasons why you're letting them go. Are you telling them the truth or are you just trying to tell them something that's going to keep you out of what you think is HR stuff? Is it the truth? Run it through that checklist. Same thing for number two. Is it fair to all concerned? Might be a little bit of a caveat there, but if it's the truth and it's fair, it's going to happen. You know how do you make sure it's fair, though? You must get in the habit of documentation. Document, document, document without emotion. This is the only way as a leader that you know you're giving out fair truth. You can document every day. And by the way, let me just say this now, even though it comes up a lot. Document, documenting your employees does not mean writing paragraphs or books about them every day. Just a quick one sentence when it's warranted. Walked out on the floor and noticed so-and-so night at their station. Walked out on the floor, a person was 30 minutes late coming back from the coffee break. The facts. You know, we used to hear growing up, just speak the facts, Jack. The facts. That's all your documentation is going to be. That way it is fair to all concerned. If you put your emotions into it, it cannot be fair because it's your emotion. But the facts are the facts and becomes fair to all concerned. Will it build goodwill and better friendship is the third one. Shifting that into the business organization framework. 
Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Well, caveats there. As a leader, it's not your job to build friendships with people who report to you. It's your job to be friendly, but to build friendships with them, maybe is not your job to do. Friendliness is one thing, friendships is another. Goodwill. Yes, you want to have goodwill, but what if it's that difficult conversation where you're having to terminate somebody? That person is not going to have good feelings about you right away. But if you're speaking the truth and it's fair, eventually somewhere down the line, they're going to realize that that was not the position for me. That were on, They were honest. I'm getting better at what I'm doing. And I went to the next position. I had a gentleman who was working with me and just recently came to my mind that he was going to handle my social media for my company. Simply could not do the job. Simply never made any deadlines, never did anything he said he was going to do the previous week. And it got to the point where I had to cut ties. But what I was speaking to him was the truth. Was it fair for all concerned? Not really, because I was speaking the truth based upon my emotions that he didn't. He left me out to dry with his monthly salary. It all came from an emotional standpoint. It didn't come from the facts. Had I bought all the facts for it, it would have been fair to all concerned because he would have seen the facts for it. Now, he still would not have left with good feelings about me. He still not, would not have left because he wasn't ready to take that personal responsibility. And I don't know if years later he took that personal responsibility, but I had to kind of say, okay, that's fine. Now, had I done a better job of that, he probably wouldn't try to trash me on the internet. He probably wouldn't try to trash me in front of some of his other friends who happened to know me. So that would be the case. I know a gentleman now who's in quite a bit of power who doesn't seem to care at all whether he's creating goodwill or not, or building better friendships. All he cares about in building his organization is can he build his organization right? I will to bet you within two or three years, especially in this COVID, he's going to be bank bankrupt. That organization is going to go away because he doesn't have any loyalty built up. So keep that in mind. Will it build goodwill and better friendships? I will say this about the social media person. It did build goodwill with the remainder of my team. It did build goodwill with them because they saw I was on their side and did not want to waste money on things that they might be able to do in-house better or have someone else do the job better so it's easier for them to close sales, easier for them to market, all that. So it did build great goodwill within my team. Okay, Will it be beneficial to all concerned? The fourth test. Will it be beneficial to all concerned? Well, again, that goes into a little bit of a caveat. In the long term, it was beneficial for me to release that social media gentleman. It was beneficial for him because he was able to, to discover, not to my amazement, but to discover that trying to be a social media marketing expert for him was not what he wanted to do. Was He was not good at it, and he realized that he's not going to really get any place with it, so he went on to something else. Okay. Went on to something else. So it was, in the long term, beneficial for him. It certainly was beneficial for my organization and for my team. I just couldn't take a short-term view of that. So I'm going to suggest that when you look at all four of these, that four-way test, try to make sure you're looking at the short-term and the long-term view and look at the benefit versus what the possible casualty uh, problems could be. So just again, real quick, as we sum it all up for you, your four-way test. 
Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? And will it be beneficial to all concerned? All right. Thank you very much. Today's episode has been sponsored by Let It Go, a book by Orrin Rudolph. See, forgiveness and letting go of the baggage of our past wounds and bitterness has never been more relevant in today's climate of division and anger. And Let It Go, author Orrin Rudolph takes us on a journey of practical discovery. Through self-introspection, he helps us break the chains that the past has wrapped us in. He removes the weights we have been carrying so that we can hold a future full of potential and raise our company, our organizations to a higher level. Let it go is a battle cry for us to walk and remain in freedom from things that want to steal from us and destroy our present and future relationships of success. Go to Amazon.com, order your book today of Let It Go by Arthur Oren Rudolph.